Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. Talk Sports Mississippi. Welcome to Weekend Gardening with your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome into Weekend Gardening. My goodness, it's gray outside where I am today. It could be two o'clock in the morning. That full moon this week has really lit it all up. But the fog is a little bit something, I'll tell you. Whew, y'all are just filling me up. There's, I've got the texts are going. The I'm waiting for the phone line to light up. I've got questions that came in all week. And, oh, my goodness, ho, 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 or as I like to say, grow, ho, ho, because <laughs> this is weekend gardening. Welcome in. You can put the telephone to work today. You can make Lance's job even harder. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven. Love, love, love to hear from you. The C Spire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. I expect you're going to light it up today too. So thank you for that. Yes, indeed, we are quite. This is a really funny thing. You hardly ever hear anybody say, I wish the weather would turn cold. But this week I had three different people from three different parts of the area. Well, one from Louisiana, one from North Mississippi, one from South Mississippi, all say to me, I really wish that it would get cold enough for Christmas so I could wear my sweater that's too heavy to wear in this hot weather. And I thought, you know, that's kind of true. Maybe we need to start out in the name of, you know, changing conditions I think it will be a little colder by the time we get to Christmas Day and and Hanukkah week. But maybe we need to be doing some summery looking stuff, the summery feeling stuff that looks like Christmas. What do you think? We can do that. We can get all these sorts of things done. I have never seen as much information about molybdenum as I ran into <laughs> this week. That's an odd way to start the program. Molybdenum, of course, is one of the what we consider minor elements, although minor is really not a good word for that, nor is it a good word for things like minor bulbs. They'll tell you that it's a minor bulb because it's a smaller bulb than a tulip, say, or than a daffodil. Or They'll tell you that this is a minor element because it's needed in less amounts than the major elements, which in the in case of gardening are, are nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. But Florida State University has been doing some work looking, you know, they do a lot of work there into the oceans and into the the marine wildlife as well as the ecology of Florida itself. Apparently, uh, their research is telling them, and I'm not going to say it doesn't, it isn't true because they're really good at this. The Department of Earth, Ocean, and Atmospheric Sciences is letting us know that, in fact, the amount of molybdenum that was present in the planet's oceans just really dropped dramatically about 180 plus million years ago in advance of one of the great extinctions. Okay? 
So what this tells them, of course, is because it, it implies a massive increase in organic carbon in the ocean, which is what causes molybdenum to decline. So anyway, what it tells them is that they got to study molybdenum more. Look forward to it. We'll be having it on uh, spelling tests very, very soon, in case you don't already know how to spell molybdenum. I love that word. Oh, let's see. Chris is in Brandon. Um, and yes, you know, Chris, when we get to pruning, there's always somebody pruning. Whether you think they should be, whether I think they should be, people are, people get pruners and they prune. No, now is not the not a great time to prune your crepe myrtle. Unless, of course, and this is always the caveat, it's damaged. If lightning strikes it and, it's, and it needs to be cleaned up, that's different. If it has grown to the point and you have neglected it and it is now scraping your car every time you drive in your own driveway, sure, you can prune. But in terms of the tree itself and what the tree would like to have happen, winter dormancy has not completely taken over in the crepe myrtle world yet. Most of the time, because we have these warmer spells in the late autumn, early winter, we really don't see time to prune them until at least January. So I'm with you on that, and I appreciate the question today. We always wait until President's Day. You know, if I waited until President's Day, then i got to prune the roses on President's Day. and So it's a little sooner than that in my world. But, for example, north of Winona, that's perfect, and even so. All right. But staying on the subject of trees, Jim's in Laurel this morning. Welcome in, Jim. Thanks for giving me a call. What's on your mind? Oh, everything in the world. But <laughs> well, okay, let me put it another way. What should we talk about? <laughs> let's talk about all right, let's talk about growing stuff. Okay, good. Okay, I got I got some volunteer oak trees coming in. Mm-hmm. They're about maybe a foot high. When can I move them? They're growing up in front of my, right here in my steps. Today. Today? Today is good. Anytime between today and, anytime between today and around late February. I don't want you to wait much longer than that because they do need time to recover from being transplanted before we ask them to put on new leaves for the next year. Okay. Well, there's, I don't like, Pine trees are around here like fleas on a mangy dog. <laughs> but uh, I don't like a pine tree. I love the hardwood. And mm-hmm, that's what I got. Mm-hmm. White oaks, red oaks, you name it. And I also got a catarga worm tree out here. Nice. All the leaves are gone. Got long limbs on it. Wouldn't it be a fine time to trim them back and dig a hole and see if I could get them to root? If you want to take some hardwood cuttings from that catalpa tree, that's fine to do as soon as the leaves are all off. So you can do that today, too. You're going to be busy. <laughs> i got more irons in the fire that by the time I get back where I started, the fire is going to <laughs> I like that description. I'm putting in a small new flower bed that most people would consider to be, you know, sort of a dinky project. Oh, no, no, no. Takes me forever. <laughs> Because I have to go do the other project at the same time. And then you have to go do the other project. And somewhere in there, you got to find something to eat and clean up your house. You know, So it's a real it's, it's a real ongoing thing, isn't it? Something will come up right in the middle of what you're doing. You've got to run off and start it. And then you forget where you was at on the first project. Oh, let's not talk about that. 
I have to I have to admit I have always been the sort of person that daydreams a lot and they'd say what are you doing and I wouldn't be able to tell them you know because I was daydreaming so forgetting why you walked into the room is very common in my entire family but certainly yeah I know exactly what you're talking about now what was I doing (laughs) who was that I just talked to exactly lists it's all lists be driving down the road garden mama oh now don't say where am I at? Oh, I don't do that. Okay. That's dangerous. This is why post-it notes were invented, so you could write it on there and stick it on your steering wheel. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. I'd lose it. Garden See you later. Have a great day. Thank you very Take much. Take care. It's the truth, isn't it? I do believe that there's so much more to remember. There's so many more points of data that that's part of why we are, and certainly my age is not uncommonly involved in that, but the truth of the matter is I've always been this way. <laughs> it just gets worse. <laughs> Whew, maybe maybe that's a good thing. When I was a young professional in the world of work around people with disabilities, I was uh, part of interdisciplinary teams, and those are the kind of things that can be very, very effective or they can be two hours of your life you'll never get back. And anybody that's ever had one or sat on one will, is going to agree with me. When they work, it's like the marshalling of all the resources to, to put together someone who understands X, Y, and Z about this person, put the person at the table along with their advocate, and then you can actually work out a program for how this person is going to move through the world. And there's an awful lot of that sort of emphasis these days on interdisciplinary. We, we talk about the, the need for, rec- well, actually, we recognize this and the need to practice more that when we study the arts, when we put children into programs that focus on the arts, it benefits the other parts of their education, their math, their science, their English qualities, their language studies, because... When you're doing something with your hands that also has design and thought behind it, it makes the rest of your learning processes more facile, more a bit more able to be worked out. It just it just works. We've got research to show us that, and we really need to pay attention to that all the time. Um, I'm lucky enough to have had that opportunity, and, and my children did. I hope you'll find it for your kids, too. Now, in my case, coming up, they had to take us to every kind of lesson. You know, school was pretty academic where I come where I come from. They were determined we were all going to, you know, know a whole lot about the, the subject matter. But when it came to the arts, there was some of the arts, certainly. But that's where I learned to play flute was in school. But we also had to go to these other things. And I think that's because we are trying to understand what learning actually is. Everybody learns things a little bit differently, but we do have some main patterns that most people fall into. The Association for Psychological Science, this particular um, program that they've been working on with Ghent University and a couple of other really big schools, is working out the broader definition of learning that actually includes the way we adapt our behavior to make other things work better. For example, you if you can understand that learning is more than just the storage of new information, then 
if you understand that the learning here is going to translate into the learning there, very much like the learning in arts is going to translate into math, then you have the opportunity to put more on the table. And the synergy that develops creates a much better learning environment for that particular person. So if we can put this interdisciplinary point of view across things and say, okay, yes, we do need to have all of these elements together at the table to make education, to make learning a thing that is better defined, I'm all for it. I really like this. There are interactions between scientists who study different kinds of learning in this particular study, and they have also worked on keeping those ideas flowing forward within this team as well to get it onto the other teams. I think that's really, really smart. For example, um, if we're learning that something about corn, if we know that corn loses um, its, its ability to resist drought because of a weakness in its genetic, epigenetic, way, the way that it uses its epigenetic information, in other words, that the genes that are attached to that particular corn plant, we may have to understand that we also need to learn how the rest of the plant responds. The roots are responding. They're trying to survive. But what happens to the top? And it's a very good example, I think, of, of the way that the interdisciplinary teams can get together and put in more information together, expand that understanding of learning so whether we're learning about fish or whether we're learning about reading or whether we're learning about corn we have a broader approach to it things it makes a lot of sense a lot a lot of sense to me i hope it does to you too cheryl's in clinton today she is looking for some luffa seeds and she would like them to come from a local grower now i can't put you in touch with her but maybe somebody can let us know and i'll i'll send you each other's information here during the show. We don't do this a whole lot, but I got to tell you that luffa seeds are hard to find. She says that they ordered some and they didn't do that well, but they haven't got any from the plants. They, they grew plants before and they don't have any seeds left from that, so they ordered some new seeds. The new seeds didn't do so well. We all understand that there are a lot of plants that do better in those with the seeds that you have saved locally. It just works out that way. That's why I'm looking for candelabra seeds, Cinna alata or Cassia alata. So if you have that, then by all means, let us know this morning. Maybe somebody grows it and, well, it's just not working. <laughs> She's, hers are not working. I don't have any seeds at all. And we need to make sure that we can get um, those things. Because if we're not thinking about it now and we're not looking about it now, we won't be able to plant them next year. Okay. Let's see. Um... Oh, Sarah's at the reservoir, and the staghorn fern is, I'm going to have to climb up here and look at that to see. It looks just really normal from the picture that I'm looking at. Um, what she says is that the, the white color on the underside of the fronds, there, there's, there is a white, there's a white translucence to the underside of those, those fronds, which is not any problem at all, but I will, I'll climb up in here and see if I can see a little bit better, okay? Pretty plants. My uh, my staghorn fern has decided that it's going to stand straight up. When it was outdoors last summer, I had it. I had, it, it grows in a basket, but it sits and it's it's loose. So I have it sort of propped up in another basket. Had it that way when it was outside, 
and it was beginning to droop really beautifully. But since I brought it inside, it's decided to grow straight up again. It's kind of odd looking. It looks like it should be somebody's hat. <laughs> I'm hoping it will recover and go on to another uh, another way of being. One of the things happening at my garden this week, um, the salad table cover cloches have been replaced and that gives me the opportunity to cover them in plastic to keep colder, colder weather, which I do anticipate we will have away from my salad table, you know, my food crops in there. But it also keeps the cats off the table. <clears throat> Don't start. I, the, the cats and I are having a rough morning. Yeah, you had an early day, you know, starting out. Yeah, there was some kind. Of, there was a party going on apparently yeah. that I was not aware of. That the cats decided they had to attend, and since they have no thumbs, they can't open the door. Y'all want to evolve something? You want to evolve cats to have thumbs? We would be at their mercy. We're already pretty much at their mercy, but oh my goodness, that would be tough stuff. Very tough stuff. I trained one to, you know, actually use the toilet, and I put a litter box in it, a little mini one. And he, I never believe this when people tell me He, he did it for a while. It just made a mess, you know. Well, just yeah, made a mess. it's going to make a mess. He'd throw in litter everywhere. Is always in the bathroom. But he he would go to the toilet, you know, and he loves playing in it. That's the other thing. I've never seen a I've, cat. I've more. had cats that would play in the water, but I've never had any. And that was not because I wanted them to. That's just what they did. I have had a cat that whose favorite place to be was the bathtub, and it didn't matter if there was water in it or not. He would leap in. I always wondered what was wrong with him. <laughs> but there it is. Yeah, that's right. We're going to move out into the flute world this morning just briefly with Jethro Tull. If you don't know these Christmas songs, trust me, you want to. Now, look. If you didn't see Lizzo on the People's Choice Award and you want to see somebody do something gracious and really large in its impact, check it out. You know I love Lizzo because anybody that will play the flute in public has to get my attention. Stick around. You'll want to see more of this. It's Weekend Gardening. of all the comforts your family enjoys around your home. When you include propane appliances throughout your home, you can have even greater comfort from endless hot water to softer clothing and cozier heat on cold winter days. With an all-propane home, you'll also enjoy greater efficiency and energy savings compared to all-electric homes. Go to PERC.com and ask why propane. The answer will be clear. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Put a little pop in your life, as in Cash Pop from the Mississippi Lottery. Each pop is a number from 1 to 15, and you choose the cost of each pop. $1, $2, $5, or $10, you can pick one or more pops. In fact, you can pick all 15. Each pop gets a randomly assigned price printed on the ticket from 5 to 250 times the play amount. Play Cash Pop every day, twice a day, with day and evening drawings. From the Mississippi Lottery. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-G. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Reed's Metals Pole Barns are a great economical solution for recreational equipment and livestock or to be used as equipment product sheds. They're lightweight and easy to install. Trusses are available in preset sizes or may be custom ordered. Plus, we have many profile options, over 20 colors to select from, and a written 45-year paint warranty. Call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven at 866-604-4949 or stop by 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast in Brookhaven. Online by direct and save at reedsmetals.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. Bancorp South Bank and Cadence Bank have come together to form a new, even better bank. The new Cadence is more than a merger. Together, we offer more convenience, accessibility, and simplicity through an expanded branch network, secure technology, and enhanced products and services. It's the best of both banks from the same financial services experts you know and trust. Cadence Bank, helping opportunity take shape. Visit cadencebank.com slash the new Cadence. Member FDIC. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. If you're one of the 100 million Americans who suffer from high blood pressure, this is for you. New Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure is specially formulated for people with high blood pressure. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free and alcohol-free. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is also decongestant-free, unlike some ordinary cold medicines. So look for Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold, and flu for people with high blood pressure? Medicine. Use as directed. In the day when people had record contracts, there was always the one that you had to do even if you didn't want to do it, and that was the Christmas album. You matter that's why we can get 
Tom Petty singing Run Rudolph Run, you know, and stuff. Things that you wouldn't expect. But that piece is a whole lot older. That's the Ventures. Mm-hmm. Anybody remember the Ventures? Well, yeah, they had to do a Christmas album. <laughs> so, <laughs> funny stuff. Funny, funny stuff. Um, okay, I've got Cheryl's information now. If you want to get in touch with me about some lufa seeds that were grown locally and you've got some to share, let me know. If you've got some candelabra tree seeds to share, let me know. You can also get in touch with me during the week, Mama at Garden. I'm sorry, Mama on Air at Yahoo.com. Don't give out the old address, Nellie. Don't do that. <laughs> Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven. That is the telephone number here. The Super Talk call line is always open to you when I'm here, as is the Ceasefire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. If you're going to give someone a greenhouse for a Christmas present, a Hanukkah present, a Happy New Year present, or a Please Grow Me Some Food present, whatever it is you're doing, by all means, get busy now. You either need to buy a kit, which is a expensive in some ways and also real saving in other ways because the stuff arrives ready to be put together and put up. You don't have to wonder. You don't have to guess. And you don't have to, quite frankly, wait for the person that you hired because it's usually a do-it-yourself kind of a thing. However, you may also want to hire a handyman. You can do that right now, too, and make their their December a little bit happier. You can also... Build a freestanding greenhouse or one that's attached to your house. One of my favorites are the A-frame classic, and sometimes it's only one side of the A-frame that's attached to your house, and you open the windows and your heat heats this little small space outside for your plants to stay alive in. A lot of it, of course, is more complicated than that. If you want to look at the greenhouse that I would love to have, look up Lord and Burnham with a brick sidewall. I will never have that, (laughs) but it's a beautiful greenhouse. (laughs) If you have the space, by all means, um, think about that. All you need, though, is a heat source and some heavy, heavy, heavy six mil clear plastic. And you got to have the realization that not every day of the winter is freezing, freezing cold. You're going to have to vent this thing. Otherwise, you will end up, the plants will themselves create a toxic environment if there's not enough fresh oxygen coming into them. So those are really the three things that you need, the size, the shape, all those sorts of things. Obviously, we need sun, we need access to water, you know, but those are very simple. The, the simple basics of a little greenhouse are a heat source, a sunny site, and that can sometimes be virtually the entire heat source. And of course, um, don't worry about, don't forget about heavy, heavy clear plastic. You might use clear fiberglass if you're lucky, but most of the time it's going to be that six mil plastic. And make sure you make room for ventilation. It's a wonderful gift. It's something that you can certainly give to yourself too if you want to. Speaking of what we can plant now, this is a wonderful time to plant trees and shrubs. And can be fruit trees, can be ornamental trees, can be evergreens, can be deciduous, doesn't matter. All of them will be happy to go into the ground now while there's time for them to put their roots to work, get them settled before you ask them to grow on the top. It just makes a lot of sense. I'm really, um, you, you might, you might want to think about 
when you give someone a gift, whether you want to give them the tree or whether you want to give them the gift certificate, a lot of people just want the tree. But unless you're also going to go and prepare the soil for them to plant it in, it's not the greatest gift just to give somebody something they got to do something with. <laughs> you may want to consider adding a half a day to help them get that thing planted before you finish the gifting part of it. Um, I have said before, and I will say again, that sometimes having plants as gifts is absolutely magnificent because it gives you the opportunity to tell whoever's at your house on the holiday, y'all take care of the dishes, I'm going out in the garden. And sometimes they'll come out in the garden and help you, but sometimes they won't, and sometimes that's okay, too. All right, all right. There are, let's see, um, I don't know where this is from, but when is a good time to separate bromeliads? The one I have is busting the pot it's in, but it's in bloom right now. I would take it at this moment and put the put that pot into just slip the entire pot into a slightly larger container so that it's the roots don't dry out if the cracks are happening and or if the cracks have already happened and the pot has broken off, then certainly what you're going to do is slip off the rest of it and put it into a slightly larger container. But don't do a lot of root pruning. Try to disturb the whole situation as little as possible and still keep those roots where you can hydrate them. That is, when the bromeliad is blooming, of course, the roots are the things that are working to make the pups come up around the sides of it. And you don't want that. You don't want to interrupt that process if you can. But really, when it cracks the container, is one of the classic, okay, you need to repot whatever this is. I have many experiences, particularly when I used to grow in a lot of clay pots, where I would the co- the container would crack with the roots popping, trying to pop out of it. But then, when you went to take the rest of it off, there would be roots grown into the clay pot. If yours is that way, just take off the parts that are broken. Don't don't go pulling on those roots. Don't cut them. And just set the entire thing into a slightly larger container with some soil in it so you can water it properly. It'll be fine by then. I promise. She's 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 either in Mobile or she's on a mobile. I think she's in Mobile. Hello, Mobile. I love that city. One of the best horticulture professional trade shows in the world happens there, and it's because there's so much horticulture in South Alabama. It's a brilliant place. Really wonderful, and a good time too. By the way, <laughs> you go to if you if your children want to become horticulturists, they should, because it's a wonderful profession. I absolutely, um, I absolutely endorse entirely anybody becoming a horticulturist. There's a I have a contact on Lufa Seeds, and I will send you her info here at the break. We may or may not get any, but we'll see. And I, I like I, don't, I like to do that. I can't really do it much, but when it's something like Lufa that is unusual and does so much better from locally grown seeds, and frankly, in my case, the cassia alata or candlestick trees, I need both of those. Thank you very much for all of your help. I mentioned the word epigenetic in the previous segment, and it occurred to me that I don't talk about that nearly enough. I don't. I don't. We talk about ecology. We talk about the environment. We talk about all these other terms that refer to how and where something can grow and how it adapts to what it's doing. But epigenetics is what shows us, demonstrates to us, how behavior and environment, how, in other words, how those other things that we talk about, 
can actually change how the genes work in a particular thing, in a plant in our case, but it could be in, in anything. Because the plants don't have a neural network, there are um, there, there's there are opportunities for the plants to learn things, quote unquote. Their memory is entirely in their cells, and it's a, it it's different. That whole network, uh, molecular biochemical memory, that sort of stuff, is the somatic memory, and that allows the plant to recognize the occurrence. For example, if it survives the first drought getting through the second one because the genes have adapted based on the behavior of the plant trying to grow and the environment where it is drought stressed. I just thought that's interesting. I'm I'm an, I'm not a huge person in the biochemistry of plant growth, but I do like vocabulary a whole lot. Um all right. Let's see who's up next. Let me see who this one is. There's so much going on. That's Paul in Mobile. Hey, Paul. Beautiful. Bromeliads are another one of those plants that you should consider giving to people because they're in beautiful bloom at the holiday, and then they turn right around and make more plants. Now, if you if you get Queen's Tears, which I grow, it, it the plant does not die. It just keeps on making pups. But most bromeliads that are the vase type, will make the flower, and then they're putting out their pups around the base, which gives you the opportunity to grow a new plant. James is in DeKalb with a plant name from last week's program. What kind of cactus is that, James? Well, I got it as a hen and chicks or Okay, like sure. That. Hen and chicks is very popular. It's actually yeah, a succulent. And, and it's, not, it's not technically a cactus. It's a succulent. Yeah, but but that was the one I was calling about last week mm-hmm. about having to move it to a different spot. You you were just asking the the name of it, so mm-hmm. I was just calling today. And Thanks for letting me know. I appreciate that. When you call next time, James, when you call next time, turn your radio off in the background. And I know that my producer has told you that, so I'm going to tell you now again. And anybody, when you call, turn your radio off in the background. There is a delay, and it will make us talk hesitant. Lee, as we hear things coming and going. So thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. I love hen and chicks. Hen and chicks is one of those succulents that we almost ignore. Um, it might it might float away, you know, and, and die from overwatering, but it's more likely not going to do that. It's more likely just going to sit there and it won't start growing again until after the soil has dried out. But it is not hardy-hardy. It's not something that can tolerate necessarily 15 degrees for a week. So if you have a really, really cold patch coming and you are growing it outside, just go out and pluck a couple of the stems with the fluorescent on it, you know, the, the inflorescent on the end of it, and just bring those and keep them. You can start them easily. They will root right away. Love hen and chicks. Fun, fun, fun. I also love Swedish ivy, even though it's neither Swedish nor ivy. There are a lot of things. Grape ivy. Grape is not an ivy, nor is it grapes. But there, we use the term ivy to refer to any plant that trails. If it, if it grows, um, in, in one, one leaf after another, after another, after another, after another, and they go down the stem, and cause the weight causes it to hang out. In general, that that's what we're calling um, in, in this particular case an ivy. There are, of course, true ivies. There are 
English ivy and all of the, you know, the, the hetero family are the, the true ivies. But we call an awful lot of things ivies that are not actually ivies. But that's all right. I forgot that I had put pieces of one of the philodendrons. It, it's silver streak. It's not, it's not a classic one particularly, but I had a little piece of it, so I stuck it into a, a jar. And it, it rooted, and I knew it had rooted, but I forgot to put it into a container. And now it, the other end of it has grown around and stuck back in. I now have a circle plant. It has literally, I'm going, I'm, the hardest part's going to be having to cut it because now I've got two sets of roots on either end of the plant. I don't think it should be that way, but it is. <laughs> it is. Let's see. Um, raising Clinton. Hey, Ray. Two river birches in the containers from the nurseries. They're sitting in the greenhouse at that time. Can I transplant them yet? You can, and I would take them out of the greenhouse and let them get acclimated to the temperatures as they change over the next week or so in Clinton. And it, it's not going to be frigid, So they just, but they do need a little time before you stick them in the ground. They need to get over being in that pleasant circumstance <laughs> and maybe drop their leaves if they have any left on them. That will be a better situation. Um, I do love birch trees. I realize that they're not as popular as they once were. But when it comes to a deciduous tree that makes absolutely brilliant compost with and leaves behind trunks that are beautiful, think about birch trees. We oftentimes don't because they're not as popular as they once were. But river birch especially is one of the ones that is very pretty. It does have a few bug problems from time to time, but those can be remedied without a great deal of problem. And particularly if you take care of it when the trees are young, they don't tend to get, um, they don't tend to have as big a problem. Once they're grown, they just kind of live with whatever insects are around them. Okay, okay. Um, I, I don't know the answer to this. So we're, it's the same basic question that you asked last week. And I don't know your name, but. You do whatever you want with that orchid, and I will hope to see a picture of it and find out your name one of these days. This, my friends, is Weekend Gardening. Nowadays, more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead, just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. 
Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. All I want for Christmas is a new car! Oh, that's easy! Get to Mazda of Jackson! That's right, big guy! Mazda of Jackson has that vehicle that you've been looking for with the absolute best price, selection, and an amazing dealer experience. MazdaofJackson.com Get super low 2.9% financing for 60 months on new 2023 Mazda CX-9s and 3.9% financing for 60 months on new 2023 Mazda CX-5s. Buy a new Mazda and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. Have a trade? Let us give you top dollar for it and get you one step closer to your new ride. Remember, we have the best credit team around and 100% credit approval is our number one goal. No matter your past credit history, take it from the big guy. Ho, ho, ho! You won't find better deals anywhere. Get to Monster of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Monsterofjackson.com. With group credit, select model, see you for details. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, 
not to dance. <laughs> yes, I do take pictures of the screen sometimes. <laughs> I had to send the foolish message that I sent back to Cheryl about her lufa seeds because it sent before I was finished with it. So bless her heart, she's going to get three messages from me that are not coherent. <laughs> but the, you get the point. I got the information for the loofah people. Still hoping for candelabra tree seeds, y'all. Come on now. There's got to be somebody in Ocean Springs or Hattiesburg or someplace that's got those already saved. I got a note this week from someone that said they were growing them, but they were still in bloom, so they couldn't send me any seeds, but they were a little further north. Anyway, weekend gardening, of course, is the place where we get a chance to talk about some of these crazy things that other people aren't interested in, have the opportunity to really make a big impact on our own gardens and really on other people's gardens, too. I have been reporting to y'all about the, the parsley seeds this is what happens when you don't take care of business as well as you usually do. So I had this flat. I planted it at least a year ago in August because I grow parsley through the winter. It's the best time for it. it. does beautifully right now. I've got three big, gorgeous pods. But I didn't get they, they didn't come up very well. I got four out of 24 to sprout in that particular batch of seeds. So I took that flat still with the soil in it and just put it underneath the potting bench thinking I would mix it in with some other soil. It's perfectly good. You know, it just didn't, the the seeds didn't work. Well, I ignored it. I didn't remember it was there. I didn't look for it and I didn't need it. So when I went to pull all that stuff out here just a couple of weeks ago, I discovered that one parsley seed had sprouted. I said, well, that's kind of nifty. Let me take that out. Give it a little fertilizer and see what else. Do you know that now from putting that flat out in the sunlight and putting a little fertilizer on there, I now have five more parsley plants. These seeds have been sitting there for a year waiting for me to pay attention to. (laughs) I like that. I don't know that, I don't know how they'll do, but, uh, well, I can tell Rich, though, he's at the res. um, When can I prune my sasanquas? As soon as they finish blooming. And do it as soon as they finish blooming. We are in the time of year where most everything that blooms is going to be producing its flowers, buds for the next year within a month of the time that it finishes blooming this year. And in the case of Sasanquas, that's always very true. The other reason to prune them is so you don't get the seed ball pods on the ends of the branches that are not very attractive. Ultimately, that particular branch will it doesn't stop growing or anything. It just tries to make seeds, and you're not looking for seeds. You're looking for next year's flowers. So go ahead and do that pruning as soon as they finish blooming, at least within a month after the last flower falls. Now, you'll be glad you did. I am, I have to, this is one of the things. This has been a record-setting year for acorns at my house. But it's also a record-setting year for the Sasanqua it's it's a bush. It, it's not really a tree, but it's as tall as the house around the corner from me because it's never been pruned. <laughs> and it probably should have been somewhere along the way. This thing is, it's the size of a car, okay? And it is usually just kind of solid green blob with a few flowers on it. I really think because of the wet winter we had last year, I have many, many, many more acorns. I have many, many, many more oak leaves because all the trees that I don't water were able to produce 
every leaf they ever wanted to, and that follows with the acorns, which is a lovely thing. It's but it's not nearly as lovely as the beautiful sasanqua that's the size of a car and it's full bloom. I bet those people are surprised because <laughs> nobody waters over there, which is good. You don't have to. Once a, a shrub or tree is established, it's very rare to actually need to water them. But if we want to continue to produce flowers and we want to continue to produce new leaves, we do have to give them a little attention. And last year, my goodness, there was so much rain in the wintertime that it was just lovely. Paul, you'll have to send me a picture. Oh, there it is. Here it comes. Well, let me see. Oh, I think you've got Queen's Tears. That's beautiful. That's lovely. So, yeah, this is Queen's Tears, and it, it will you'll, you'll separate it, and each of those will continue to live and bloom. I have a couple. When, when I separated mine, it was I put maybe three in a six-inch pot, and they have already multiplied. So I know that you will want to do that. Don't don't put don't put any more than three in in a six inch pot because these are fast growers. Beautiful plant, really lovely. Um, I did not know dandelions grew from bulbs, so perhaps it's daffodils that you planted. I don't know if it's dandelion bulbs. I don't know, but daffodils will bloom in late winter. If they're planted in the fall, they'll bloom in late winter. And then the, the next year and following years, they'll generally bloom. They'll generally bloom in a, in a they'll, they'll start growing, I should say, in a slight warm spell. And then they'll bloom after it freezes in February. <laughs> That's not always the case, but it's it's oftentimes. Oftentimes. Interesting. Beautiful plant. Lovely, lovely, lovely. I have another bulb that I'm very fond of. I don't think dandelions have bulbs, but daffodil bulbs certainly will bloom. So will muscari or grape hyacinths. I love that this comes from the Greek word for musk, muscari. I did not know this. Um, muscari bulbs are, they're short. They're, they're the ones called minor bulbs, but they're really, they make major impact. Um, they're maybe six inches tall at the most, usually blue, sometimes almost black, sometimes pink, sometimes kind of a variation of those colors. You'll see there's one or two with really fancy names that they've selected because they have a little bit of variegation. There'll be blue flowers, but each petal has a little white on it. And I believe those are called Big Smiles. I think that's the name of that one. But anyway, it's a beautiful bulb to add anywhere you have a well-drained garden soil. You can plant them with the daffodils. You can plant them by themselves in a swath. You can do just many, many things with that particular bulb, and it is one of my favorites. But they are—they were brought to Europe from the Middle East in the 1600s. So obviously they've turned out to be popular because people are still growing and, and enjoying them there and around the world. Anywhere there's a, a moderate environment and Frankly, it's one of the bulbs that's going to become more and more popular as there's less worry about them freezing in a particular space. It is daffodils. Good. I'm glad I had that psychic moment. Yes. Um, Andrea says, should Queen's Tears be blooming now? And if not, do I need to fertilize? Yes, you can fertilize them. They will bloom off and on all year. I have just had... 
the ones that I didn't expect to keep have all bloomed out, been lovely, and are now growing some more. But the plant that I wanted to keep, which I put into a larger container so it had to grow longer to get settled in there, has just begun to bloom. And it's a beautiful plant, just lovely. I do love that Queen's Tears. I'm glad you do, too. Let's see what else is up here. I know, I have to get out of here. I have to step aside. (laughs) Trey, you're trying to make me laugh this morning, and it worked. Thank you for that. Come on now. You know who this is, right? No? Well, let's just rock and roll around the room then. This is Weekend Gardening. Nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi. Are you getting stressed out trying to buy or sell in today's real estate market? Hi, I'm Adam Moore of Four Corner Properties. At Four Corner Properties, we take pride in making your buying and selling experience simple and stress-free. With the foundation of our company being built on faith, family, and friendship, you can put your trust in our team at Four Corner Properties. So whether you're looking for a new home or looking for that new hunting track, give me a call on my cell at 662-528-2581 or at the office at 601-952-2828. Sit back, relax, and let me do the work for you. Having any electrical problems? Lavalley Electrical Services. We install new switches, breakers, relays, and Kohler generators. Lavalley Electrical Services. We handle new lighting fixtures, ceiling fans, electrical outlets, and LED lights. Lavalley Electrical Services. 601-228-9969. 601-228-9969. That's 601-228-9969 or online at lavalleyservices.com. That's lavalleyservices.com. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State lawmakers renewed their focus on services for pregnant women and their babies after the U.S. Supreme Court returned the power to regulate abortions to the states. Getty Israel, the founder and CEO with Sisters in Birth, believes that when it comes to birth outcomes, obesity is the elephant in the room nobody wants to discuss. 
So what are they doing during the interim before they become pregnant? I'll tell you what they're doing. They're eating fast food every day. They're developing abdominal obesity. They're developing hypertension or hypertens- pre-hypertensive disorders. They're becoming pre-diabetic. So what happens when they become pregnant? The problems magnify. She believes Medicaid should require patients to attend nutrition and exercise programs in exchange for coverage. I shouldn't have to fight with a patient to come to a health education class that will teach her how to eat healthy and that will engage her in exercise. Medicaid can say, if you want Medicaid throughout your pregnancy, you've got to go to that class. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. I know a thing or two about the value of a strong team. Farm Bureau works hard to get me through thick and thin. They've got exceptional customer service and competitive insurance rates that keep me protected. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Please never use gas appliances for purposes which they are not intended. A gas oven should never be used for heating purposes and never store flammable materials inside propane cylinders. The Mississippi Propane Gas Association takes pride in protecting your home or business. We ensure that our products are delivered in compliance with the highest industry safety standards. Plus, we offer free gas checks for our customers. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. The Inflation Reduction Act includes $80 billion in spending for the IRS for over 10 years and plans to hire an additional 87,000 agents. Congressman Michael Guest, who represents Mississippi's 1st District, told us Republican members of the House plan to make that one of the first items on their agenda when they reclaim the majority in January. We're going to vote to uh, repeal the 87,000 IRS agents. He doesn't buy the Democrats' argument that these agents will only be auditing those who make 400000 a year or more. They would be the largest law enforcement agency in the entire country, bigger than uh, Customs Border Patrol, bigger than the FBI, bigger than uh, ATF. Uh, and so when our largest law enforcement uh, agency is not seeking to protect Americans but seeking to um, audit Americans, uh, I, I just think that that is wrong. Without a majority in the Senate, those plans aren't likely to get very far. In Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. For the first time since 2015, Southern Miss, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State are all headed for bowl games in the same season. The Southern Miss Golden Eagles, who are 6-6, six and six, will take on former Conference USA foe Rice, who is 5-7, in the Lending Tree Bowl on Saturday, December 17th. That's a 4:45 kickoff in Mobile. And then the Ole Miss Rebels will take on Texas Tech in the Tax Act Texas Bowl. That will be in Houston on December the 28th. The Rebels are 8-4. and four. The Red Raiders are 7-5. and five, And that's an 8 o'clock kickoff on December 28th in the Texas Bowl in Houston. Mississippi State then will take on the Illinois Fighting Illini on January 2nd. That's 11 a.m. kickoff at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay in the Quest Bowl. Mississippi State versus Illinois. This is Sports Mississippi. Put a little pop in your life, as in cash pop from the Mississippi Lottery. Each pop is a number from 1 to 15, and you choose the cost of each pop. $1, $2, $5, or $10, you can pick one or more pops. In fact, you can pick all 15. Each pop gets a randomly assigned price printed on the ticket from 5 to 250 times the play amount. 
Play Cash Pop every day, twice a day, with day and evening drawings from the Mississippi Lottery. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAM-BLEO. Faster relief you can count on. Back for qualified first-time buyers. Welcome back to Doghouse Living. We're talking with Bob and his wife, Jenny. Now, have you furnished your doghouse yet? Well, actually, sleeping bags work well. But the dog takes up most of the space. Well, at least he doesn't snore as loud as you. Sounds rough. Folks, stay out of the doghouse. Call 811 before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. The annual Army-Navy game will take place today. Army at 5 and 6, Navy is at 4 and 7, and they'll play this game in Philadelphia for the first time since 2019 and the 90th time overall in Philadelphia. They'll kick off at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Several Mississippians are on the rosters. On Navy's rosters, Nicholas Rowan, senior guard out of Ridgeland, Mississippi, Clay Cromwell, junior defensive tackle from Oxford, John Meager, junior defensive back also out of Oxford, and Jacob Greenwood, junior defensive tackle from Canton, Mississippi, will be on the Navy's roster. On the Army sideline, out of Mississippi, Chase Keith, sophomore defensive back, out of Biloxi. And this game will kick off at 3 o'clock, Army versus Navy. And then the Heisman Trophy will be awarded tonight. The four finalists for the Heisman are USC's Caleb Williams, Ohio State's C.J. Stroud, TCU's Max Duncan, and Georgia's Stetson Bennett. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. to Weekend Gardening with your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome into Weekend Gardening. Thank you so much for putting Garden Mama in your ear today, whether it's live here on Saturday, might be the rebroadcast, might be... You know, podcast might be on demand at supertalk.fm. However you're listening, I appreciate it, and I thank you very, very much for that. I'm going to begin this hour by saying, please get ahead of things. How are you going to do that? The list is too long and the day is too short, right? Well, those things are true. But if you are going to have to mow your lawn next year, and you know you will, or if you're going to use that string trimmer, or if you're just simply going to use your hand tools, now's the time to put them into good condition so you don't have to think about it. You just walk over and use them next year, all right? Before the weather gets intensely cold again, if you haven't already done it, you need to take the fluids out of the lawnmower, take the fluid, you know, all of those things. If you have battery-operated tools, Make sure that those the battery chargers themselves are secure and safe and aren't going to get wet. Yeah, I got a call, I got a note this week from someone. How do you fix that? Well, I don't I don't have any idea that you even can. But the good news is, if you're a little more careful, you won't have to. So, drain the gasoline and, and take out the spark plugs from those those uh the, those ones that are not battery operated. The ones that are battery operated still need to be cleaned and put away properly. Okay. Do it yourself, or, frankly, if you need that small engine shop, this is the time to go. You go the first week of March, you know what, you're going to be number 73 on their list. But right now, you might actually be able to get your lawnmower fixed, or whatever it is. 
Come on. You know that's true. Oh, it's 100% true. <laughs> Lance agrees. Yeah. I mean, I've had that problem last year. We have a handy guy that's really good. But, you know, you learn a lot as time passes over life when you've got expensive equipment. You know, first of all, only use 100% gas. Yeah, don't don't put the ethanol in there. And two, go, go to your guy long before you need him because yeah. as soon as late February, March shows up, every landscaper everybody's on the planet. Everybody's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. everybody's got it. So. Everybody's going to be there. And the same really is true of garden centers. The professional horticulturists are there in the winter, all right? The professional horticulturists and a whole slew of other people that are eager but may not necessarily be able to answer your question are there in the springtime when the numbers are great of customers and plants and everything else. So my suggestion is, you know, you don't need to bring a Christmas present necessarily, although I don't think Chex Mix is ever discarded. Um, go, 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 go visit your garden center. Go talk to them this month. Say, hi, this is what I need to do next year. What do y'all got for this or that? You, if you're planning to plant a tree, for example, you may need some advice about that, or you may need to know if they have one. You talk to them now. They can probably order it if they don't already have it. You'll have a better handle on things, and you'll know someone's first name. Gardening is not something that we can't do in a vacuum, but it's much harder if you have to teach yourself everything that somebody else already knows. And it's also much harder when you don't have the camaraderie of other people who are going through the same sorts of things that you're going through. Whether that is flood, drought, you know, <laughs> there's so many things that can hit the garden. But it is really good to know someone else who's involved. I wanted to also point out that this is the time of year when you go to the, the stores that have all the interesting stuff in the back. You know, you go look at those racks of things and you see trash cans that are entirely too fancy for the house. And that's why they're on the sale rack, because everybody else thought they were too fancy for the house, too. You've seen them. They'll be about 10 inches tall. Maybe they're silver. Maybe they're gold. Maybe they're all netted looking. They're fancy. But who's going to throw trash in that? Okay, nobody at my house. Now, you may have a nicer house than I have. You may be able to do that. But my point is, that's the perfect container for your your container of, of bulbs or your amaryllis or any of the other plants that are tending to lean over and fall down when you put them on the table, because, yes, they'll stretch. So give yourself that opportunity to give them a little bit more stability and, frankly, buy something on sale that you wanted but you didn't know you wanted until you realized you needed it. Sometimes that's the best things. Are you giving teacher gifts this year? Well, you probably are. I have to tell you, there's bags of bulbs available at garden centers. There are container plants that can grow virtually with no attention and in the dark sometimes. <laughs> but there's also fun things like seed starting kits and mini greenhouses and things that you might not consider until you go in the garden center and think about that teacher. Think of what you want the teacher to know about you and think about them in terms of what they might actually have time to do. As the children, uh, as a child of teachers, I can tell you that their children get attention, but a lot of other things don't. So because it's busy. It's a busy, busy life. <laughs> the first time I ever, ooh, I'm going to date myself. First time I ever wanted music beyond the radio in a car 
my father said, I don't have time to do that. You're going to have to find somebody. And he was really surprised when my friend Stanley came over and started cutting holes into the car to put the speakers in to give me an 8-track. But it worked, and it turned out, you know, Daddy liked the music, too. So <laughs> I know I loved an 8-track. You know, back in the... Uh the junior Dark high, ages. high, yeah, the junior high and high school years. I drove a. 70- oh no, I owned the car. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm a little older than you, but that's okay. No, I had a '76 Chevy when I was 15, and it was our hunting truck, and it was uh we called it the pumpkin. It had a, like a white roof and an orange old old '70s color. It was awesome, and uh, the it had the the eight track, and I had two eight tracks, and I became huge fan of sliding the family stone <laughs> and, and yeah. cooling the gang. And that's that, fun. That, I loved it. That's, that's fun. So that brings back great memories when you talk about the eight track rolling down the road with, with the eight track. Um, ours were Motown and and just wonderful bits of music that. That's one of those times when you realize that you've been listening to really crummy speakers prior to this. <laughs> when you get a good speaker and you can actually hear different things in it. Now, I'm not going to say like Bob Dylan that that, that that there is no good music after vinyl. I don't really believe that. But I do believe you can hear it a whole lot better when it's recorded for vinyl because that's what ends up with all the different shadings and nuances and really helps you a whole lot. Ooh, we're going to be fossils here in a minute if we keep talking about this stuff. I... Uh, I have to bring a fossil to you because that's part of my job in the world, I think, is to let people know. Fortunately, you don't just read about archaeologists or see them in a movie. They're actually out there working and doing things that can benefit all of us. University of Cambridge, for example, is letting us know how long do you have to be looking at something to see this? This is just so wonderful to me. A rock the size of a grapefruit from a fossil site, all right? They took it apart. They looked at it. They found the fossilized fragments of a skeleton. And looking at it and analyzing it, this is, you know, sometimes you think, wonder if they ever just put that stuff back in the drawer and go, oh, no, no, we're not going to tell them this. <laughs> Hello, Art Bell. Um, anyway, we're not going to tell them. But in the case of the University of Cambridge, and this Natural History Museum at Maastricht found that this business that 99% of modern birds have, which is called a mobile beak, actually is much, 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 much older. They thought that it came about in the evolution after the extinctions, after a whole lot of other things that happened. And this grapefruit-sized rock has upended their entire information system about where modern birds and how modern birds came to be. That's pretty exciting when you think about it. The skulls of ostriches and emus, you've always thought they were a little different, right? Well, in fact, they were evolving in reverse. They were they were actually going what's it's called backwards, but it does it isn't backwards because it's forward for them. But they changed from how they were to a more primitive kind of business, you know, kind kind of operating system, so to speak, after the modern birds developed. I don't know why, but there's somebody's out there trying to work on it, trust me. The arrangements of the palate bones shows that the dino bird, this thing so far, 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 far back in time, had a dexterous mobile beak, very much like the ones that we see on modern birds. That's why they're able to do so much. That's why they're able to sustain themselves and and get after stuff. It had been thought 
for more than a century that the mechanism enabling that mobile beak didn't develop until after the extinction of the dinosaurs. Surprise, you were wrong. If you wrote your thesis on it, well, good thing you got the degree because the information is now boop. (laughs) I like that. I like something a little bit different. On the opposite end of the spectrum, we are now understanding a little bit more about this crazy bright flash that has been bothering astronomers. Yeah, it is bright X-ray, optical, and radio signal. They don't get together usually, and they don't come from one place, and they don't come from far away from the halfway across the universe from us. I really like this as much for the reason of why it was discovered as anything else. It's discovered by the Zwicky Transient Facility. <laughs> Faculty. Just where is that? And why don't I already know about it? Who was Zwicky? Anyway, um, they, they're publishing in Nature Astronomy that says that it is a likely coming to us from a black hole, from a jet of matter zooming out of a supermassive black hole, something we cannot even imagine the largeness of, at very close to but not quite at the speed of light. And it is magnificent. But who knew? It's pointed straight at Earth and we're you, you know, it's kinda it's one another one of those that they're they're using um the European Southern Observatory's very large telescope, which I just love the name of. It really is a very large telescope. <laughs> That's what it is. Very cool. Spectrum says it's hot and it was typical, but there was also there's all kind of other things going on with it that did not point to any one individual phenomenon that we are familiar with. Therefore, pulling it all together and understanding both the the, the astral geography of it as well as the composition of these elements and the fact that it's pointed straight at Earth made it kind of interesting, too. But it is, in fact, it's just it's really a, a jet coming out of a big black hole. I love that. I think that's so smart. Whoever this person is calling me clearly doesn't know that I work on Saturdays. Or maybe they do and don't care. But that's just why we leave our telephones off when we come to work. I have a quote for you. Yes, my friends, and it's not for me, but it should have been. Oh, let me give you a different one. I have something else. Do you know what a blurb is? It's an advertising thing. It's the blurb. It's it's in in the world of internet writing. It's also a, a name for short content. <laughs> it's a blurb. It's not very long. It's about fifty words. Um, but blurb actually comes from this person who was what would used to be referred to as a huckster or a salesperson of his own stuff. I am a a huckster and a salesperson of my own stuff. This is not a pejorative term. I have to tell you what I'm doing. If I've written a book, I have to get that information out there to you. If I am doing whatever else I'm doing. And he learned, taught himself, and began to do blurbs about his books. Now, the blurbs, this is 1880 or something, the blurbs were quite over the top. I mean, anytime anybody tells you this is going to be the best book you ever read, you know that it probably isn't because <laughs> no one would claim that. But at the same time, he created this character whose name was Blurb, and she promoted his books. And I, I just think that that's a delightful place to, to begin looking at words, you know. 
going also back into the uh, 19th century for another quote from today. There was a writer named Oliver Herford. Yes, like the cows, but I don't know that he had anything to do with cows. But he was someone that was trying to make a living at poetry. And I say this to you because it is very difficult to make a living as a poet. Um, there, there's wonderful poetry out there and, and wonderful people who write it. And there are, but it's a small world. And, and in order to excel, you have to do something that is really grab your hat, you know, kind of thing. Make sure people are paying attention. And in this one, it's a very, very short one. He wrote other things, but I really like this one. I heard a bird sing in the dark of December, a magical thing and sweet to remember. We're closer to spring than we were in September. You may have heard that before. You may not, but you can take it with you. If you're, if you're one of those people who, like most of us, tends to have a bad day or two during the holidays, um, you, you can absolutely you know, give yourself an opportunity to be a little bit happier. That's the glass is half empty, half full from a bird's perspective. I like right. that. Yeah. That's right. That's what poets do the best is put it in terms that aren't normal, but yeah. you kind of get it. You know? Grab you something yeah. and, and show you something you didn't see before. Um, it's it's. I don't. I like poetry that rhymes. I like poetry that doesn't rhyme. I'm one of those people that doesn't have a, per, a preference. But in this particular case, I do think that December and remember kind of go together anyway. You know, that's uh, just that's just part of the deal. Fun stuff. Oh my goodness, there's so much magic going on in the science world. Good heavens! I hope that you're. By the way, I hope that you have taken the foil off of your poinsettia. When I walked through today, I thought I'm glad I don't have that job. Um, the atrium here is is it, as it always is magnificent at Christmas time, and. But you got to take the water off. You got to take the foil off and water the plants, and let the water go through the pot, and then put the foil back on after it dries out. That's a big deal when you got dozens of them. Do it anyway. If it's your office, if it's your church, if it's your house, I don't care where you are. Maybe you're working in a garden center, and you or any kind of store that sells poinsettias. Tell them Garden Mama said you got to take the foil off, water the plant, and then put the foil back on after it dries. If you don't do that. Particularly after they've been in the store or indoors for about a week, they're going to start to wilt. And once the poinsettias start to wilt, things are not as happy as they were. And it can be very difficult to get them to perk back up sometimes. So give yourself that opportunity. Make it, make it a little better than it was when you have the chance. I also have uh, a few other ideas for you if you're looking for what in the world should I give this person? If you're wanting to know um, how do I how do I take a Christmas tree to somebody? How do I deliver this? How do I make that? What kind of gift are you trying to do? Do you want your kids to paint flower pots? We can talk about any of that kind of stuff, or we can frankly just listen to a moment or two of the one and only. Stay where you are. This is weekend gardening. Greetings once again. Christmas, bye.
Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe. Muskelly Furniture, homegrown and locally owned since 1978. We're committed to this community where our team members live and our customers are neighbors. It's also where a lot of our furniture is made. We carry more brands made in our state than any other retailer in the southeast. Look for the Made in Mississippi tags throughout our store. You'll find quality products that support local Mississippi companies. At Muskelly's, we look forward to furnishing happiness for many years to come. At Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, customer satisfaction is always our top priority, and we're dedicated to providing the highest quality materials available. Ask about our metal panel profile offerings with over 20 colors, all backed by a written 45-year SMP paint warranty, plus all your roofing accessories, underlayment, insulation, lathing boards, anchor bolts, pipe boots, pole barn kits, and more. Call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven at 866-604-4949. Buy direct and save, reedsmetals.com. The most magical show in Mississippi is back. Make holiday memories that last a lifetime at the 8th Annual Gulfport Harbor Lights Winter Festival. Over 2 million lights, the most elaborate Santa's Village, rides, and more. You're guaranteed a holiday experience like no other. Going on now until December 31st. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Is it a hair replacement system, or were you born with it? This is Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration. In addition to surgical and medical treatments for regrowing hair, we now offer virtually undetectable wigs, lifts, and extensions. Plus, we welcome cosmetologist Paige Cockrell. She has 30 years' experience in custom matching and styling hair systems. So for fuller-looking hair or a solution during illness, Mississippi Hair Restoration has your head covered. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. 
I defy you to listen to this music, which is Count Basie, by the way, in case you didn't know. Any big band music, though, makes me want to put on high heels and a skirt and go dancing. And I'm sorry that you'll never in your life see me in high heels and a skirt going dancing. But it is that kind of, not because I don't think it's wonderful, but but trust me, I am not, I'm not a high heel kind of person. I wore them as long as I had to. But even back before there were kitten heels, there were little tiny heels for people like me who were so tall that we would towered over everybody else. <laughs> so we never got used to wearing those. Those four-inch things looks like a weapon to me. So, but I got to say, you know, I come from people that drove cross-country to listen to Count Basie and, gosh, Tommy Dorsey and all those folks, and they – they wore some pretty fancy skirts and high heels. I'm I'm happy to say. Um, I I, can't, I come from genetically the other side of my family, which is not so much that way. Everybody has a little bit of that, don't they? Though the desire to just go out and kick up your heels. I like another thing that's coming up in the, a lot of research right now to tell us about the need that we all have, frankly to figure out how we're going to keep our health together and how we're going to get it together, how we're going to keep it together. I'm um I'm I'm lately amazed at how many things that are old-timey turn out to be new-timey. Uh did your mother ever tell you drink a cup of tea, you know, just have that? Well, probably. And indeed, it's not just black tea, but green tea and the other ones. Edith Cowan University is letting us know that um you don't have to have tea to stay healthy, but that flavonoids are part or flavonoids, whichever way you want to pronounce it, are very, very important. You will find them in both black and green tea, but you also find them in apples and nuts and citrus fruit and berries and, and other things that you've you've heard of before. The problem that we're trying to address here is the natural process of calcification in your stomach we're back to gardening and guts and all of those things because that's where things happen that we all frankly need to be a little more aware of and be a little bit more willing to do something about and in this case the largest artery in the body the abdominal aorta is something we need to really prize and take care of and in fact it is a predictor of other risk factors in our lives so in this particular flavonoids um, really do have a huge impact on it, and populations that eat more flavonoids and drink more flavonoids have healthier a- abdominal aorta than other people, okay? So pay attention to this. The main contributors are blueberries, strawberries, oranges, red wine, apples, raisins and grapes, dark chocolate, black and green tea. Could I not live on that? Come on, let's go. <laughs> let's start our new diet. <laughs> I'm all about that diet. Yeah. We're gonna get go the red it. wine in there and dark get, chocolate. Get the and flavonoid fruit. exactly. On, get the flavonoid flavonoid diet going. We could do that. Trey, you're so funny. I keep looking at this thing and just laughing. I can't even describe this to y'all, but he sent me a cartoon today, and I appreciate it very much. All right, good, good, good. Um, and yes, I do have candelabra seeds coming. Cheryl is. Uh, Getting a loofah from a person on the coast, we'll let, she'll let us know how it goes. Looking at the um, quick problem with the staghorn fern that was getting gray on the back of its fronds, it didn't look like anything that was dangerous to me. But she says um, it was always in the – I said it may be 
if it feels dry and crisp, it may be in too much sun or it may be too dry. And she said it's not usually crispy. It's not crispy, but it may be in too much sunlight. Um, yes, it could possibly be immature spores, but I just don't. I don't remember mine turning gray first. I really don't. Let's see what else we can do. Um, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Big Mike and Madison and I are agreeing that we occasionally can get our fathers to listen to the music we listen to. I have said before that my father was not so fond of the Grateful Dead, but he thought that Will the Circle Be Unbroken by the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band was quite a piece of music. So <laughs> we have lots and lots of things. I appreciate you commenting into that. I love that. What Willie's Leona. That's wonderful. And yes, that's very true, Andy. You're you're bringing us back to the reason why eight-track technology was eventually surpassed by cassettes, and that's because it would get stuck. the The tape was wide. For those of you who don't know, it was half an inch wide. You plugged it into the player, and sadly, things can go wrong. And you can spend yourself spend an entire afternoon trying to get the tape back out, which was not a good thing. Yeah, I mean, half the eight track hung out of the yeah. compartment. Yeah, yeah. that didn't it, look like the best. You were engineering, only getting the, but. the nose of it in there anyway. Oh my goodness! Let's see. In summerall, this brighter wants to make a natural fence or hedgerow. Needs to be evergreen and fast growing. Maybe flowers. Well, depends on how thick it needs to be because you can do that exact thing in Summerall with uh, Nandinas, classic Nandinas. Just don't ever prune them. They'll be thick as can be, and they'll grow very, very fast. You can also do it, though, with spireas. These are not going to be – spireas will not be evergreen, but they'll make a nice flower in between the, the Nandinas, which will be evergreen in Summerall. You can always go with – Something that you would prune that you wouldn't necessarily think about. For example, my neighbor has a hedgerow like this that's very dense, that's full of little bitty oak trees that they've cut off on the top. And so it, they, they end up leafing out at the bottom. If you have something like that, you can take advantage of it. If you have a bigger space, though, I'm going to tell you that a beautiful hedge in Sumrall, Mississippi, could be made with Adam's Needle Yuccas. And if you didn't want anybody to walk through that that baffle into your property, that's a good way to keep them out. So consider Nandinas just for color all year, thick growth, fast growth, and some berries. Consider Spireas to add in a little bit of color in that same situation and some flowers. And certainly consider Adam's Needle Yucca because it's a almost impenetrable. <laughs> and it, it, it grows rapidly, too. The one in my back garden that I thought I had moved has come back up again. So now I have a new cluster of them. And I'm going to put them. I'm, I'm not actually making a hedgerow, but I am adding to an existing hedgerow with some more fairly thorny, fairly sharp plants. And Yucca will be one of them. Let's see, I have lots of what looks like seeds from my chase tree, the vitex. Will they come up if I plant them? If they have a chance to mature on the tree, they certainly will. I don't know that they can be taken off the tree in clusters and then ripened. I don't. I think they have to go ahead and ripen on the tree. But mine, when they ripen on the tree in my yard, for example, there will be several that come up around the tree at the base every year. There also are some that come out in the lawn where the seeds got blown out there. So, yes, they will come up, but they need, in my understanding, that's one of the ones that needs to be matured on the tree. Okay? Okay. That's a good question. 
Does holiday stress bother any of you? I don't know if I'm going to do this, but I have to say it's a good idea. UT Austin. <laughs> what could you possibly be stressed out about in Austin? Anyway, um, they're, they're working on electronic tattoos. These are e-tattoos. Now, we've talked about e-tattoos here as a way of delivering um, medications, as a way of monitoring your situation, for example, your blood pressure, different things. They're working on all that sort of stuff. But this is a stress-level measurer, measurer, and it's an e-tattoo that goes on your palm. Now, if you've ever had your palm read, people that know what they're doing about that, whether you believe it or not, will tell you things that later on you go, yeah, she wasn't so wrong about that. Told me I was going to have four children. I almost fell off the chair. But as it turned out, I had two children and I have two stepchildren. So I do have four. Okay? Things that you don't really expect you can hear and then you, you just discard it until later and you go, hmm, that's an interesting thing. In this case... The stress in your palm is one of the things that they will read to you. A palm reader will always tell you, this looks like it's going to be, a, a, the, the lifeline looks like it's going to be in stress as it gets narrower and thinner or whatever those pieces are that they look for. And different ridges mean different things and different swellings, of course, mean different things. But in this case, if we can measure emotional stress with an e-tattoo, why wouldn't we do that? I think it's brilliant. It's a graphene-based product. It is nearly invisible, and yes, it connects to your smartwatch, which I don't have. But it will tell you what's going on. It's so unobstructive, people forget they have it on, and it reduces what can be considered the social stigma of, you know, for example, if we put this on your forehead, (laughs) we're going to see it. If it's on your palm, we're not as likely to notice it pretty funny i think uh, the discovery is going to turn around and give you a place to put the uh information into that smartwatch and then it has to be interpreted and, and turned out so it's pretty interesting though that they're working on that in austin the person with the chase tree says they were dry when i took them off in that case i would try to sprout some before you store them see if they'll come up take about six or eight seeds put them into a damp paper towel roll it up and put it on your counter spray it if you need to to keep it moist but if they don't sprout within a couple of weeks then the seeds were not mature that's a good way to tell okay okay i have a couple of other interesting bits and pieces of stuff but but at this point in the year it's also very important to encourage you if you have not already done so to get yourself started on next spring's vegetables. That's right. If you're not growing right now, I know you're not going to get out there and plant something now. But if you are interested in growing food, this is the time to be either putting together your raised beds, maybe buying one of those sets of the ones that snap together. Those are pretty clever. I love those kind of frames that you can get. Um, they're, they're various shapes and sizes because they're modular. So you can have a big bed over here and a little bed over there, and they'll actually match each other and go with the decor in your yard. That may not sound like anything to you, but it does make a difference in in terms of how your garden looks. Um, My garden, as anyone who came to the Fondren Bottle Tree Garden Tour will tell you, doesn't look very good. 
but next year it's going to look better. And yes, it will. Be. That event will be in October next year. Here's one of the duh files. Yeah, old growth trees are more drought tolerant than younger ones. Duh. They have survived to this point. They have deeper roots. They have all sorts of things going on for them, which is why Garden Mama tells you when you plant a tree, when you plant a shrub, the first year or two, depending on how the weather goes, are the most important to keep it watered. Okay, you you may prune it. You may fertilize it, you may do it, but if you don't keep it watered, that's where you're going to lose. A new analysis of more than 20,000 trees on five different continents proves this truth. The old growth trees are more drought tolerant and may be better able to to stand future extremes in the climate, but as long as you're raising those young trees, to be healthy and happy and long-lived, this does not mean pampering them. This just means watering them enough so that they don't wilt, so that they don't lose ground, so that they don't defoliate early if they're a deciduous tree, all of those kinds of things. If it's a needle tree so it doesn't turn brown on the edges from drought, all of those bits and pieces of things. It's very, very important to understand that trees that, by the way, are less, trees less than 100 years old are considered young trees in the tree world. Now, you and I want to make sure we take care of them and get them off to a good start the first two years, maybe even into the third year, if the weather has not been particularly complimentary to their desires. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh after I make an important point, but Trey and Grenada has decided to tickle me today, and it's very funny. That's You're, you're right. You're absolutely right. Those are those are true statements. Very funny. Very, very funny. Some big changes that we are seeing, I'm happy to tell you about. Hydrogen sulfide is one of those things that we just really wish that the petrochemical industry did not produce. Of course, if you've ever had a rotten egg, you know what that smells like. <laughs> Hydrogen sulfide gas stinks. Let's just put that clearly. It does come from a lot of places, not just the petrochemical refinery, but it does tur- it does come from stockyards and landfills and everything else. And the petrochemical folks now have found a way to turn that stuff into hydrogen energy in a one-step process. I'm happy about that. I hope you're happy about that. I'm I'm pretty sure Brian Setzer would even be happy about that. Let's listen to that. This is Weekend Gardening. Nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? 
Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Put a little pop in your life, as in cash pop from the Mississippi Lottery. Each pop is a number from 1 to 15, and you choose the cost of each pop. $1, $2, $5, or $10, you can pick one or more pops. In fact, you can pick all 15. Each pop gets a randomly assigned price printed on the ticket from 5 to 250 times the play amount. Play cash pop every day, twice a day, with day and evening drawings. From the Mississippi Lottery. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAM-BLEO. It's the year-end sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get power, safety features, and bold style, plus an industry-leading 10-year warranty. Check out the all-new Outlander PHEV or drive a 2023 Outlander today, starting at $27,595. Let's go to the year-end sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Manufacturer suggested retail price based on Outlander ES2WD. Excludes destination, handling, tax, title, license, etc. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. See dealer for limited warranty and program details. Offer ends one three twenty three. Longevity means something when you do business. And since 1871, the family atmosphere has been the cornerstone at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Stop in to shop the huge selection of Deer Camp specials to get you ready for that big buck. Are you ready to move that project to the front burner? Gaddis McLaurin has the lumber you need to make that fall project come into focus. And Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile is ready to help you get that fall garden in tip-top shape. Family is in the name at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. We'll see you soon. Smith & Wesson is committed to empowering Americans no matter what. With inflation hitting everywhere, we've decided to make a change. Now, you can buy a Smith & Wesson Shield Plus, our most popular concealed carry firearm, at an all-new low price, $100 off MSRP. We're absorbing the costs and passing along the savings to you so you don't have to compromise on personal security. Visit smithandwesson.com to find a Shield Plus near you. Smith & Wesson. Always expect the best. People say money talks, but it's us nickels, dimes, and quarters that have big news. Because small change is changing savings with Cash Stash Savings from the Citizens Bank. Every time you swipe your debit card, we round up to the next dollar, and the difference goes into your Cash Stash account. If you meet the requirements, we even match your roundup savings by 10%. Money talks, but it's your change that's saying cha-ching. The Citizens Bank. Member FDIC. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com.
Music always makes me wish that I was in an airport where people are dancing along the moving sidewalks. It has just that kind of energy to it. But if you have ever seen The Nutcracker, which, of course, this is a piece from, you know that there is much, much movement, much, much back and forth. And it it is a delightful performance, no matter who's doing it. But for some reason or another, the really fast, fast pieces of Waltz of the Flowers and all that somehow just takes me to another place. I hope that you are equally transported. Well, I love the way you bookended that break with, you know, Mr. Setzer on both ends of that. That's awesome. Every now and then. (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea where he is or what he's doing, but somehow I think he's probably playing a holiday concert tonight. (laughs) He'd be booked up right now. Exactly. He's someplace, and that's great. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to say this. This is probably not something I'm supposed to say, but I heard I heard a rumor that the Vamps are going to play in my neighborhood this month, and I'm very excited about it. Hello, Barry Leach. Hello, (laughs) y'all. You going to make it to it? Yeah, I hope so. I'm I'm trying to persuade several people around me to go. I don't go to things by myself. I'm not that brave, but. I could walk. It's that close to my house. I don't have to drive. Yeah, it's at Banner, right? I think so. Somewhere over there. I don't really know. But the point is, when my girlfriend told me that it was happening, we both went, oh, yes, (laughs) we're going to do that. There are local musicians in the state of Mississippi who could be anywhere doing anything that they wanted to do, and they want to be here. And this is one of those opportunities to see truly world-class folks. And now that I've made them blush, I'll, I'll be quiet. I did not know. Yes, sir. You had something. I just wanted to make sure we had, yeah, Dueling Hall, Dueling, December sure. 22nd, mm-hmm. 7.30 p.m. That's so right. That's get right. tickets on Ticketmaster, gets ready his to go. Own, uh, gets, it, gets their plug there. And, yes, if you see me, I will be dancing because they're great. Well, that, that's why I was saying, you, you know, you got to go to this to see uh, the Garden Mama dancing. No. Yeah. no, go to see the vamps. Don't go to see me. I won't be doing anything. I'll just be there smiling and dancing. University of Michigan is turning out to be one of my favorite places, and I have not ever had anything particularly to say for them. But they have discovered a way to chemically recycle PVC. Come on. How wonderful is that? I mean, that's a Christmas present in and of itself. There are there, there's there's the most noxious components of PVC, which is your plastic pipes and so many other forms of plastic. But you think of them as you think of them as, as plumbing as pipes for for that. Um, the phthalates, which is another one of those words that I love to say, but is very difficult to get someone to spell if they've never seen it before is actually the mediator of the chemical reaction. This is landmark stuff, my friends. There have been people trying to recycle PVC and trying to figure out what to do with it and how to get it because because we use so much of it, all right, whether it's tubes and bags in the hospital or whether it's shower curtains and tents and tarps and plumbing pipes and all this other kind of stuff. 
Nature Chemistry is showing us this article today from the University of Michigan's work. Nobody wants to do this because it's a mess to deal with. But the stuff is so practical and so important that we've got to find a way to keep keep using it. It's, it's got to become sustainable. And this could easily be the first step. Plastic is usually recycled by melting it down and turning it then into a, a lower, it's a mechanical process to turn it into some other kind of thing. But the plasticizers in PVC are a mess, and they leach out, and it contaminates everything else. That's what the phthalates are. P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E, in case you want to know if I know how to spell it. These are a mess. They mess with the animals and humans' thyroids. They're they're just a mess. So if we can use it, of course, as the point of the change, which is what the University of Michigan has just proven they can do, if if they can turn that into a practical process, it would solve a gigantic problem. So I'm hoping for their Christmas present turning into one for all of us in the very coming months or years. There's not any reason not to. There's no reason that we shouldn't have all of that working for us because we have enough scientists and enough science to give us the opportunity to see what all of it is. Okay? There's no question about that. There are a few animal stories. Most of the animal research, as you have heard me talk about before, comes out at the in the for presentation in the summer at conferences and whatnot. But there are a few pieces of things. Um, for example, from the Leibniz Institute for Zoo and Wildlife Research. I don't know if this belongs in the Duff file. Maybe it's not actually well known. Maybe I don't even know it. But it seems to me that we all understand that one of the ways that we track animals is by following where they have been based on scent and leavings and markings and all the things that they do, okay? But did you know, and you may think that the only cheetah you've ever seen in your life is, you know, Chester the cheetah on the Cheetos thing, that's fine, but he's actually emblematic of cheetahs because they are, seriously leading the talk, the talk show. They are they're where they mark the tree, everybody else comes and marks the tree. Where they leave something for you to find later on, everybody leaves something. And we don't know if they are actually the social leaders or if they find the best spots. You know, that's the next thing that they're going to have to try and study is why does this happen? But during the 65 days of surveying, 30 different mammals visited the site. The cheetah was the first. And everybody else came along afterwards. So when we talk about how animals communicate with one another, obviously this has a big piece to do with it. And another piece of it, of course, is just that, frankly, where the food and the water is is where animals are going to go first. And if the cheetah gets there first, because they're the fastest, that might explain it. Just an interesting point of view that they're bringing us there today. I know that I will be making sure that my plants have enough water in their tops, but this is the time of year that you may want to start watering in the saucers. Probably not today, but very soon you're going to have the heat on in your house again. They went through that first little period of cold weather outside and warm weather inside, and they made it okay, may have dropped a few leaves. But now it has been much milder across our little 
area. And frankly, very, very soon, it's not going to be. So if you've not learned how to water from the bottom by putting water into a saucer, let me give you a tip or two because you're going to want to do this. It also makes a really good case for saucers and watering cans as a Christmas present. So think about that. It's a perfect gift for anybody that has houseplants. When we water from the bottom, we're allowing the pot to take the water up as it needs it. Those roots go to work. They bring the water through the drain holes and up into the container. In the same way, though, that we don't want water to sit in the the flat below or in the saucer below, after we water, the water runs through. We always say, get that water out of there, dump it out, use a turkey baster, whatever you have to do. The same is true of the water that you put in the bottom. If the container's not able to take it all up after about an hour, get it out of there. You'll be glad. Your plants will do better. You'll be happier, gardener. And then you'll want to listen to me again when you come back here next week for more weekend gardening. Weekend Gardening with the Garden Mama is a production of South Communication. Have you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. In the heart of Mississippi, there's a place built on tradition and memories. Come make yours at the Hideaway at Reed's Estate. A nature retreat nestled amongst the pines awaits you at the Hideaway. 200 beautiful acres to explore, a bevy of curated venues, and charming lodging to host you and your guests. Perfect for corporate events, dinner experiences, family gatherings, celebrated milestones, weddings, or romantic cabin for a getaway. We are currently booking for the holidays at the Hideaway. Let us be a part of your new holiday traditions. Reed'sHideaway.com. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.